I'm Carrie Benedet, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalize you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me I'm an education consultant specializing in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. This is our latest episode of Thriving Matters oh my gosh, this is going to knock your socks off because I have two gorgeous gals who thrive together. They work together. So hello, Christina Castro. How are you today? Hi, Carrie. <laughs> and the lovely Angela Taze. Um, yeah. well, welcome, Angela. I know that you've okay. got a, a one-year-old who who is looking for mummy at the moment, yeah? <laughs> while we do this oh yes I, I can hear a sort of peeping in the other room I, I hope that doesn't come through in the mic but um it's great to be here t- together with you thanks Carrie. Uh, uh, instead of um of worrying about the the background noise I often have the garbage man coming up the street and 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 all the the latest house <laughs> digging for for you know pulling out the rock for their pool or something happening but look you two it's an absolute pleasure and listeners based in the UK I've just recently seen these two girls face-to-face and met them in Sydney. It was just extraordinary, overlooking the Opera House, as you can imagine, with the Harbour Bridge just at the end of the street. But more importantly, the Harbour Bridge that these two create when they're supporting businesses is absolutely amazing. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But firstly, listeners, you know that we talk to our guests and we talk to extraordinary efforts, extraordinary things being done by ordinary guys and ordinary girls. And definitely Angela and Christina have got that extraordinary star just above their head. So let's get on to them. Angela, tell me what puts that smile, that gorgeous smile on your face in the morning as you get up? Do you know, I I think um, what puts that smile on my face, and I was thinking about this just before this podcast when we were going through the topics and so on and the immediate word that popped into my head was lifestyle and and just how happy I am with the life that I'm waking up to every single morning and I think this is definitely one of the things that we're going to get a lot more into in this podcast but definitely the thing that you know makes me jump out of bed in the morning is the work that we do in helping our clients to achieve that same lifestyle, um, you know, usually leaving behind pretty successful, at least on paper and at least on the outside, all of this stuff, um, you know, type of perfect lifestyles that, you know, look good on the outside, but, you know, you're quietly kind of destroying your soul on the inside and actually helping them to find a new lifestyle that feels aligned um, to them, which, uh, yeah, in, in in that sense also helps them to, to thrive as people and, and humans as well oh that would definitely put a smile on most people's faces um, because the world is definitely a different place after the last few years isn't it mm. absolutely now christina what about you you're nodding i listeners can't see you but i can you're nodding 
what what's what's the smile on your face as well I have to agree with Ange. I, um, you know, the, the the thing we have at the moment, and, and, and Ange and I talk about this all the time, and I think, you know, going back to Australia recently when we saw you and seeing my family, seeing um, the life I had five years ago, which was running the corporate ladder, you know, it's the life that I find that people have said to me, and I'm not going to say names, but they said to me, I'm doing what you did. And I'm climbing to get that beautiful corner office overlooking Sydney Darling Harbour and, you know, the, the amazing paycheck and, and a really good, um, a really, my, my name on the door, you know, type thing and, and that kind of scenario. And I remember going, I am so sorry. <laughs> Looking at me like, what's wrong? And I was like, I I realized that I I did that and, and I it might have looked amazing and I, I really enjoyed that. But God, that is not what I want to do now. Like, you know, the, the the thought of hearing you challenging with people that you're wanting to, you're having to work with that you hate or that you're getting requests for things that just make no sense. And then you have to follow these policies that are built in, I think, the dinosaur era, but you still have to abide by them today. Um, I'm like, that's not, I mean, that's not the lifestyle I no longer want or keeping up with the Joneses, you know, getting the latest car, the mortgage changing, the, the upgrade of the, of the swimming pool or the latest holiday to, to Bali or whatever it might be. And I just went, I'm really, really sorry that you're following in my footsteps. And I literally ran away from those footsteps. And now, yeah, we just get to pick who we work with and we just enjoy it. And there's no set timetable there's no boss there's just it's that what like Anne said that lifestyle that we've created this freedom um I think that's the the right word to use there the freedom that's around our choices now um and the fact that it's opened our eyes to there is an alternative it doesn't have to be the way that we thought growing up needed to be the case I think you've struck the nail on the head the last few years we've we've really looked at what the alternative could look like and with with the advent of technology and the fastness of invention the assistance of ai now we can actually look at how we work quite differently and listeners just excuse me if you hear me do a little throat clear it's because one of my grandchildren gave me a lovely throat which has now turned into a sinus infection during the week so that's you just have to excuse me if i but i might sound a bit more sexy i don't know about that but anyway if there's, more, if there's more listeners on this episode we'll know why <laughs> now girls you I think this is particularly interesting because you found a way to work together it gives you a lifestyle that you have have wanted and have aimed for and you're you're young you're young women you're much younger than me um and you've you've been able to make deliberate and um succinct decisions around how you do that so what I'm interested in is apart from this notion of being able to thrive in this new world where there would be there would be an element of risk because uh, but there would also be an element of this element of choice element of risk and there has to be an element of consistency and planning right so What, what happened before this? Has there been a life learning for both of you that has a, really impacted on how you now show up and what you've been able to build? Now, listeners, you don't know this, but 
both Angela and Christina are co-owners and co-founders of Grow With Your Brand With Impact. That's your company, Grow Your Brand With Impact, GBWI. Yes. But GBWI. <clears throat> and so they really know about <clears throat> a lot, lot to do with business, but also a lot to do with people, I suspect. And I think that's probably their their underlying secret source is how they interact with, with you, that relationship they build. But Angela, I'll start with you first. How long have you known each other? Sort of after off each other, girls, how long have you known each other? <clears throat> and, you know, was there anything that said, you know, the, the stars have just started to twinkle, I really need to work with... <clears throat> with Christina and Christina, the same for you. Did anything in particular happen? Wow. Um, gosh, like we, I've known Christina for a very, very long time. I've lost count. Every time we actually tally it up, we realize afterwards when we do the tally, when, when we do the actual count that we need to add a few more years and then we get a bit depressed because we realize we're, we're getting older. Um, so, uh, in terms of how everything started, to, to, to really be able to answer that, I, I think I need to take it back um, to the time that I was still in corporate. So this was back in 2018. So at that time, you know, nobody knew what COVID was or had even could even anticipate that, you know, something like that could happen that would change the world so dramatically that, you know, travel, all of this stuff. Um, where we could just jump on a plane, go on holidays, you know, pop over, um, uh, you know, on a business trip for a weekend, uh, for, for, for a few days. And all this stuff that we just took for granted, this this sense of freedom of movement and, and all of that stuff, which suddenly got shut down. So none of that was really, you know, known that would happen. So there was just period, just this period of, um, you know, myself working in the corporate space, you know, running the rat race, and climbing the corporate ladder and on paper looking successful. But as I mentioned uh, on the inside, I just realizing I was getting to this realization that I wasn't particularly liking who I was, you know, as a person, the person that was showing up, I wasn't feeling particularly great, you know, but at the same time, I also didn't really know that there was anything wrong because I thought, well, this is just how life is. I mean, you know, if I'm not feeling great, then obviously the the, the right solution is I need to go find another job. You know, that that's just the, the, the thing to do. So um, we can get into a little bit of the story of of how I left corporate but for a lot of people and that is what I've I've um, discovered in this journey a lot of people they don't necessarily choose to actually make that jump to leave corporate so there's either two things so they either get to a point where they realize they can't can no can no longer carry on because they realize that you know if they continue on for the next five or ten years they're just going to spiral into depression and just you know hate their life and they're just not liking um they're not able to to, to feel mm. excited anymore about that prospect of being able to continue for the next five, 10 years. But the second one, and which is actually much more common than you think, is that you literally get thrown off. Like something happens, there is an interrupt, you're, you're running this pattern. It's the same as like advertising, you know, advertising, 
the way that advertising works is that it interrupts you in a thought process of, you know, just a norm of like carrying on. And the same happens, you know, when you get thrown off the corporate ladder, like you think, okay, this is the path. So I keep climbing the corporate ladder. I keep going, I keep going. And if I don't like it and I go and find another job and then suddenly something happens is an interruption, whether, you know, you get made redundant or um, uh, something comes along. In my case, I was supposed to start a new job, which was my Band-Aid solution. And that unfortunately at a very last minute, minute you know suddenly fell through due to just you know situational circumstances um and and different bits and pieces that that went terribly wrong in in the transfer um but I was ultimately suddenly left you know at a place where I'm like oh my god I have um, just returned from a three-month sabbatical expecting to start a brand new job and there's nothing here it's suddenly you know been carpets been pulled out I don't have anything now um it, it it was actually much worse than that because my um my residency was tied to my job so suddenly I wasn't able to enter the country to go home and so there was a whole lot of like personal um you know upheaval that happened at the time so I was one of it part of that category of people that literally got thrown off and had to figure out okay where do I go from here so from that space um you know, and I'm going to get to your question in a moment of how Christine and I, we, we started working together. So from that space, you know, I asked myself the two questions, which was, all right, well, I could, I could go and, and look for another job, you know, that that is definitely an option once I managed to sort out all the, the personal stuff and get back home. But I could also use this as a space to actually do the thing that I never had the courage to, to really go for it fully, which is to start this business that I always dreamed of and, and walk this entrepreneurial path. Um, because it is a very clear identity shift. You know, you, you, you live the identity of, um, you know, someone in corporate, like career, uh, career woman, and you suddenly leave that identity behind and you're like okay well who am I who am I without the titles who am I without the salary package who am I without the big you know brand banner behind me so um started the business um similar to a lot of people who start out uh you know especially those that are quite experienced already and and sort of mid to to um high level uh, senior level careers and I started doing consulting. So consulting, just selling my expertise, you know, working with different businesses, providing business consulting, my background's in marketing. So I was doing a lot of um, brand and marketing work and pretty much just anyone in my circle that was coming to me and I was like, hey, I need help with my branding. I need, um, we need some support in, in shaping out our strategy, our marketing campaigns, you know, all of yeah. that stuff. So I was pretty much at that time, just doing everything as one woman band, you know, like running lots of different, brand and marketing bits of work. And there was a moment when COVID happened. Um, and, you know, as you know, uh, I, I think similar type of situation happened in Australia as well in the UK. So in the UK, when COVID happened, a lot of companies um, ended up putting a lot of their staff on furlough. And so that was actually the period that um, Christina, actually, who had been, um, you know, I guess, uh, in the background always, because, you know, she is my best friend. We've known each other a long time oh. and we think very similarly and have grown on very similar paths throughout our entire lives that we've known each other. So I've always been bouncing my ideas on the business with her. So in that sense, she was always sort of involved already in the background. And so she called me up and she said, Hey, you know, I'm free. I can come and help out. And, um, I was like, Oh, great. You know, let's, um, let's, yeah, let's, let's see how, how we can, how we can make this happen. And, and, you know, let's, let's do this. And 
you know, what started out as an experiment, I think at a certain point, a few months down the track, I was realizing how much fun I was having in, in doing this together with someone, because I'm sure a lot of business owners that are listening to this, they'll relate to the fact that business is a very lonely journey. You jump into business, you feel that you feel like nobody really understands you. Yep. Your friends back in your corporate days, they admire what you're doing, but they usually say, oh, wow, that's brave. That's really brave. And it's like, oh, but, um, you know, you're, you're targeting, you're, you're helping small businesses, but small businesses don't have money. And, you know, they, they, they seed all these things which are not helping because you're already having a lot of doubts and a lot of fears about, is this actually going to work? Am I going to be able to make it and make money on my own and all this stuff? So, yeah, so that, 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 um, you know, business is a very lonely journey. And it, I realized how much fun it was actually to have oh. someone in that journey you know, going through it with me. Um, and yeah, so, you know, lots of things happen, but let me pause pause here because I don't know if, if Christina <laughs> wants to jump in and add anything to that. <laughs> I love it because that's, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, what you've just done is given a, a pot um uh, description that any business owner is, is just nodding. I, I can see all our listeners going tick, tick, tick. So I love it when you realised you were having fun. Oh, Christina, come on. Is that, is yeah. that what happened for you? I know you. when you're on a screen here <laughs> talking across the world, you can actually see people's facial expressions, <laughs> which you everyone knows that. But it's beautiful to watch, um, to see what the reactions are and, and when the lights, yeah. when the eyes start to twinkle when you talk about that. Yeah. I think there's, there's some great things that have come out of COVID with all our virtual connections. But Christina, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it was really interesting. I had watched, obviously, Angela go into this world and honestly surprised because she was the amazing corporate, like, you know, someone that you looked up to and just went, if you were to climb the corporate ladder, you wanted to follow Angela's footsteps because it was just perfect. And, um, and she was being guided into so much things. And then... You know, when when COVID did hit, I was in a position where I was in, in, in a leadership position and it was either me or the team going on furlough. And I just went, let me go on furlough. Let me save the team. Let me go on furlough. I do want to have this play in this in this space. And I honestly thought it was going to be just a play scenario. Um, and I was challenged at the time when we when I started helping Ange and, and actually was helping a few people in, in different businesses at the point. And um, someone said to me, um, oh, you're such an entrepreneur. And I was like, no, 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 no. Ange is an entrepreneur. You know, my friend is another entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur, but I'm I'm not. Like, I'm really just a, I'm a sidekick, you know, um, just really helping. And then someone challenged me with that, was like, well, what's the problem with that word for you? And then I had to kind of go through my own thing there. But then when it came back to coming back from furlough, and my my team and my bosses were like, oh, we need you. We can't survive without you. And I'd come back to furlough, back from furlough into the job. And I was still helping Ange and just doing bits and pieces on the side, still, you know, playing this sandpit game, you know, that I, I think I was playing at the time. And seeing the differences between being back in corporate and the politics and the side snitching and the passive aggressiveness that I was receiving at yeah. times from certain people and I just went you know I don't tolerate that in my team and when I say my team I was thinking Angela's team outside of this like that's just not acceptable like why would you do that and I, I would call it out I just couldn't that my mentality had just gone to a different place there at that point in time and I went 
if I don't accept that in my business, and I say my business here because at the time I just felt like I was supporting it as much as I could and, <clears throat> and part of it, why would I accept this in the corporate world? Why would I accept yep. this from a fellow team member? Like <clears throat> we have enough problems <laughs> in the <laughs> world, you know, with our clients, with suppliers, with, you know, technology. Why would you become my problem in my team? And I just really struggled with it. I mean, there were times that I'd call Anne and I'm like, I'm ready to throw this laptop out the window because they're being a blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it just makes no sense. They're, they're meant to be my my team. They may, I'm doing two o'clock in the 2 a.m. calls to the US to help them, not for me to be in a position where you're making it difficult for me. And um, and that's when I kept on talking to Anne more and more about saying, I think I want to stay. I think I want to jump in. And what does that look like? And and Andrew was obviously having fun and really enjoying it. And I think we just created this environment of supporting one another, trusting one another, um, being this 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 true open partnership of I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking and, and what's happening and what my thoughts are. There's no judgment. There's a lot of admiration for each other. But at the same time, there's a lot of reality. There is not a lot of holding back. It's really just telling you what I'm thinking, mm. um, no matter how that comes across, because I know there's enough trust and relationship behind all of that, of all these years that we've built, for me to be honest and me to be painfully honest at times and vice versa. And I think that's, kind of now being seen across our own organization our team members are very open very honest with us at times and they've built we built this relationship and this culture within our own team but also I find with clients we, we become this trusted business partner that is there to see them succeed that is there to see them advance and is there to see them for many years to come and that was prepared to have these difficult conversations with you in order to see you succeed in order to trust that what we're saying here is coming from the most special parts in your heart where it's really meant for you to be the best person the best business owner the best advocate the best whatever it is that you're serving at that point in time to really happen and not let yourself or imposter syndromes or limitations or mindset limitations, whatever it might be that's happening, holding you back, just calling it out um, and really just saying it. Uh, for me, I just went straight to the values that you both share are similar. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the core. And what you do then with your clients or in your work that you do is mirrored. So you're true leaders within your field, aren't you? You, you are basically global leaders who are thriving um, in in your expertise, thriving in your value system, thriving in how you want to be in the world. And I'm going to say, one of my boys says to me, mum, you're just not content to be, you are becoming. Yeah. And I'm going, well, bring on the birthdays, baby, because, you know, I still am becoming. This, this, has it, this is not over Red Rover, as, as we, we would say. Oh, I love you I too. Love no wonder, I mean, what do, I, I suspect that your clients, when you get the feedback at the at, during the process and when you're working with them, don't actually want to leave working with you. I, I suspect that might happen. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> we get a lot of continuation, <laughs> a lot of how can we just stay in touch on a regular basis? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Which we well, love. 
let t tell me now tell me listeners where we've been waiting to say okay how do these gals manage and still dream and complete their dreams reach the dreams and the goals that they have how do they how do they do that daily have you got anything up your sleeve that is a must do each day that is is um is a habit um it would be technically a little micro tip or a hack for our listeners about how you still keep on track how you still keep the smiles on your face they look bloody fabulous uh, listeners I tell you right now and Christina is due to have about her first baby um very soon so she's just popped out like a little kinder surprise she told me this morning and Angela your your um youngest is how old now one so my, my first as well actually yeah yes, one year old so one. this was we're, we're mirroring each other's journey exactly one year ago um you know right, right now was was pretty much where I was with yeah. <laughs> where, where Christina is <laughs> well, tell, tell us what tips do you have or what do you do that you now know you can't do without to get you get you started build up the day what do you do so I think for sure it's that constant realignment um back into what is really important to you like what are what are the big things um I recently uh, well actually both of us recently just came back from a couple months uh spent with the family in Australia where you know obviously we got to meet you um in person Kerry which was amazing and I remember there I was feeling really really stressed because uh I you know I I I didn't I guess this is something that in hindsight I'm like well I mean duh, you know that makes sense 11 hours time difference from UK you've got a one-year-old in tow and um what was in your mind that you thought you could just keep business as usual running and all of that stuff so so there were definitely a lot of um stresses there but then I think when I really realigned to the things that were really important like going back to why I chose to leave that corporate life for good I knew at the time when I was working the you know 80 90 hour weeks that this wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted to have once I started to have a family I wanted to have a lifestyle where you know I, ne I didn't necessarily want to be a stay-at-home mom but I wanted to be there for my kids mm -hmm. I wanted them to you know, grow up with me and I wanted to be a role model for what they you know yeah. learn to see as um, how to how to live really live life and not just work 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 that that isn't the the, the meaning yeah. of life so time with family has has always been a big driver and I think just that realization and coming back to okay the big purpose for this trip really was spending time with family and letting my parents you know really bond with their grandchild their first grandchild of the yeah. family which is massive right mm -hmm. and once I was able to do that realignment and going back to the things that are really important to me the things you know my my personal um I mean my personal why there's like a bigger purpose around what I do but definitely one of the big anchors for me is is all about family um that help me to you know reset and be like okay you know what rather than choosing to be stressed about situation I can't really do anything about I can't magically yeah. change time zones so that Australia aligns time zones with the UK so why not just relax and enjoy this time now maximize that time with the family so yeah. that when I go back and can actually get stuck into business and work again that I'm going to feel good about this time spent so I think just that daily realignment reminder to yourself 
about, you know, the things that are the most important to you and doing that check, you know, the things that are stressing you out, the things that you're doing every day. Is it, is it actually lining up with that? That would be my tip. So I'm, I'm hearing Angela that you have some, um, some really sophisticated thinking processes that align with your values and are able to keep you on track that you're very self-aware you've been able to recognize what's what's been going on here why am I a little bit stressed realizing what it what it is and being open and willing to look at it and go this is what I can do that that whole anchor with the family value is is massive isn't it and um absolutely I, yeah well done you because it's not easy um you know I I have four children um I'm fortunate to have four <laughs> my, my four living assets as I call them the licorice all sorts but um the it's an interesting thing when you you step out of being the grand poobah for them um you know the, the the cook bottle washer you know cuddler everything that you do and then you get to do a little bit more for yourself um at different stages of your life it is a definitely a realignment yeah and I love that. The, the so, anchor, I love your anchors. Yeah. Yeah. The, the anchor is exactly the right word. Is exactly yeah. the right word. Well, but it is her area of genius, Kerry. Like it is what she's able to extract out of not just herself, but everyone around her that makes that work. And I think that's also what allows us to be what we're doing is Ange has this ability to literally extract your vision, your purpose your ideas of what you want to achieve and ensure that then that the rest of what you do aligns with that you know and and that's and and this is one of the things we do with all of our clients it's it's our it's our first step it's where we always start it's where we always go back to and it's always this whole what's the purpose of this what would we what are we trying to achieve what does this um look like and and you know I, I I'm a big fan of the Simon Sinek starting with your why but it's like, why do you choose to come every day to the particular job you do? Or why do you choose to every day make a particular food for your kids? Like we are constantly unintentionally making choices every minute, but we are choosing them and we don't realize we are choosing them. But knowing why we are choosing them or stopping to reflect on this and, and working out your, your vision, your long-term um, idea, because yes, um, Angie is, is, is running her own business and, 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 you know, having the children time and having family time, but it's also her choice. And she's really actively, you know, choosing these things in, in, in a particular, in, in a very conscious manner, because it's your, you really have that option to choose. Um, the reality is we could still be making money flipping burgers. But we're choosing to do this, you know, we're choosing to do all of these things. We chose to go to Australia and spend time with the family. We chose to, you know, ensure that the, you know, her um, Aria was able to spend time with her grandkids or, you know, me now being in the position I'm in now as well. So these are all choices that we, we think that we don't have a choice, but we actually do. We choose how we spend every hour. The more aware you are of how that purpose aligns to your long term, to you as a person, to what you want to do, I think the more freedom it gives you to continue to make those choices. Mm. Oh, and in this, especially in Australia at the moment, the fastest growing um, group of people who are moving into poverty are women around the 50s, 50 and plus. Oh, wow. And that is um, a, a true statistic that's um, that's coming through. And that's because the last three years we've seen a number of women 
um, not re-employed, retrenched or taken redundancies, whatever's happened. They have a different level of superannuation contribution because of the length of time they've been in the workforce, especially if they've stayed home with children, stayed home for 10 years um, with, with the four kids. And I sewed for cash money. <laughs> That's if the government's not listening. Um, um, and, yeah, it is it's quite frightening because the opportunity, the wealth, the, the sort of the what I call the, the village wealth that's, that women hold in, in all the things that they do is it can very well be overlooked and is being overlooked and lost. And their access to, um, you know, the same wages, the remuneration um, is, is, mm. is also happening. So any, any, of the, any of you girls who are listening to Christina and Angela, um, I think you two are strong advocates for, for really looking at how we can um, not have to give everything up but choose the right way to go with, with support. We're never alone in all this. And that's why we seek out, mm. um, you know, people in, in, um, who can support us, whether it's deliberately asking for a coach, which, which we all advocate for and we've all got them, um, or whether you just want some, someone to actually have a look at what it is that you're doing and say, right, we've got some, we've got some areas here that if we tweak these, we could we can move on. But to me, what you're saying is is a whole lot of just right. And I love the Simon Sinek why. Um, it's a it's a what a great book that he wrote. What a great title. <laughs> it's one of those gems, isn't it? But um, oh my gosh, you two! Now tell me, Angela, are you reading anything in particular at the moment that's really got you drawn in? You reading anything? I am. I'm. Um, I'm. I'm one of these multi-book guilty of multi-book reading. Oh. I start a book with the intention that I am going to stick to this book until I finish it. But then there's <laughs> another one that comes. I'm like, oh my god, I want to read that too. Um, but I'm trying to limit to less than five at a time. <laughs> so at the moment, I'm actually reading um, a few books that are aligning to the areas of growth that I really want to focus on this year. So one of those areas is, um, is funny enough, love. So love, which, uh, you know, is very much, I mean, you can, you can, you can, in some context, you can argue that it's, it's almost the opposite of like this tra um, traditional sort of business where you're, th you're thinking logical and all of that stuff. And what we've seen with um, this new, uh, new, new wave of businesses that are started by people who have pushed away that sort of life and started to, you know, go into these heart um, led businesses that are coming from their sense of purpose, their sense of seeking meaning, their sense, their sense of wanting to give back to the world. So there's a whole lot of heart and a whole lot of love that's being poured into those businesses. But at the same time, sometimes when we are treating our businesses as our baby, it's also um, very easy sometimes to forget all the other loves in our life, which is our family, you know, our friends, you know, all of that stuff. So I'm actually reading a book about love at the moment. It's the Jay Shetty, um, Eight, Eight oh, Balls yeah. of Love. Yeah, which is a um, uh, recent one that's that's only just recently been released. And um, I'm actually uh, also bringing back a um, an oldie but a goodie, um, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. I I, I decided that, read it years ago. Gosh, I think it was about yep. eight years ago that I read this book, at least, maybe, maybe even longer. Yep. But I was like, you know what? I need, now that I'm back from holidays, back into business mode, I need to kick up my butt. So yeah, yep. Five Second Rule is a... Um, 
is the other one that's playing at the moment. And the third one, which I think is another uh, really great one that my my sister actually recommended to me while I was in Australia, is um, The Magic of Thinking Big, um... which is, um, yeah, all about, you know, helping you to step out from your own way, your own shadow and uh, slipping into these self-defeating, thinking small type thoughts that can often um, take hold of us. So those are those are the three that are probably right now, um, you know, on on my rotation list. <laughs> oh, well done! Oh, that the last one, the magic of thinking big. Those thoughts are seductive. They actually draw you in. Aren't they? Mm. they draw you in to think that you can't do it, or you you know you can actually you can feel the panic that starts to happen. Um, well done. That's that's a nice selection, and um, I'm a bit of a fan of Mel Robbins um, as well. Her um, High five yourself. I think is one of mm-hmm. the best <laughs> tips or hacks you can do every morning in the mirror. And listeners, if you don't know what the five, um, the uh, the high five is, you've got to look it up. It's it's absolutely brilliant. I can use it with the grandkids. I can use it with my own children. I I can use it instantly anywhere I'm at. If I'm talking to people, or someone says, "Oh, this is what's happening." After you, you know, you do your listening. It's here. I'm going to give you something. This is what I want you to do. Bang. They look at me and I go, think about how many times we high five each other in daily life, end of marathons, in the middle of bike races, in the playground, you know, family barbecues. You, you can do it for yourself. So you girls do it for yourself. Oh, yeah. So, Christina, what are you reading? I do it with my daughter every morning. Yeah. We did it as a challenge. We did it as high fives. Yeah, we did it as a team challenge. Yeah, at one point in time when we were all, all virtual. Um, so I, I had just finished reading, um, before the pregnancy, I had just finished reading, well, actually at the beginning of the pregnancy, I just finished reading the Everyday Hero Manifesto. Ah. Um, it was recommended to me by, um, by someone, you know, very well, actually. And, um, and I really enjoyed that, uh, book from, from Rob Sharma. Um, then I started reading, uh, what's it called? Um, pregnancy books. Now <laughs> I'm the kind of person that starts a book and finishes a book. The one book I haven't finished and I'm going to throw out the window is the pregnancy book because honestly, just was scaring me more than anything else. So that's gone out the window. <laughs> really got through. I think it was in the month two or three. I said to Ed, this is really scary. I can't handle this. Book. <laughs> so that got thrown out. I um I have been recommended another one recently, which I will pick up, which is a positive birth. And I will, I will definitely look into that one. And, and my husband and I are reading that one together. Yeah. But I know that um as soon as that one's done, and, and I am very much a I'm a complete opposite to Ange. I am very much I cannot start a new book until that one's finished. And okay. I yeah. it. <laughs> but um the one that's on my list to do next is actually the 5 a.m. club. And I think um with obviously the baby coming on board. Um, I just want to be able to have some me time and I become really selfish about a few things um, to uh, my in-laws sometimes detriment that they're like, why are you being so selfish? But I just, I really wanted that. I really want to ensure that I um, don't necessarily lose myself in, in the process of becoming a mother and I have some me time and I'm selfish. So I am the the book that, that will is absolutely on my, as soon as this is finished, what, what goes next is the 5am club yeah. and, and, yeah. Getting yeah. some hours of mine at that point in time. Now, our are curious about what it is you do for Grow Your Brand with Impact. So let's give them a pricey because I know, Ange, that your your um your daughter's 
waiting in the wings there. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll get get you to her. Um, so tell us how how do you tell us you know with the pot shot um, what what it is that you do. What's the business well, like? What um, is it offer? What what what? If listeners are curious, best place to contact you. Grow your brand with impact. So come on, tell us the nitty gritty. Yeah. So in a nutshell, we help people to get their offers from anywhere from non-existent to just average and just okay to something that's great. Something that's great. Something that's going to fly off the shelves. We um, started off as a marketing agency um, running, you know, campaigns over the course of a, a number of years. And we realized that we kept having to go back to the beginning, helping people to get that clarity piece. And, you know, what is it exactly answering those questions? What is it exactly that you sell and why customers should buy you? And, you know, in that sense, help, helping them to really be able to package their value um, in a way to the client that does justice to the genius that they have. Oh, that's so that's good. my yeah quick summary. Yeah. Christina, how did how did I do anything to add to that? No, perfectly clear. The the I'm a very visual person, so let me for our listeners that are not seeing us visually, um, let me give you some some my some visual aids to it. When you offer something, when you create a product, whether it's a service product or or a physical product, but especially for a service product. What does that box that it comes in look like? You know, when if you if you were to present it as a present, what are the four sides that actually determine the start, the finish, the boundaries around it, the top, the bottom? And then what is the bow that ties that all together in a linear fashion and keeps it all in one place together, that all of those elements are put together? What's inside that? You know, what are they really buying from you? Um, and how do they describe that sometimes to other people? You know, where when do I need that particular present? box gift and what you know what does that that look like when I talk about it to other people so that's really if we were to describe it in a visual manner that's how I, I tend to do it mm. um and it's it's really defining what what does that box stop start look like what is the bow around it what's the colors what's the what's the words that are being used um because it's often the more you know about something the harder it is to explain it I know and, and you get and frustrated so, because you don't know yeah. why people don't get it <laughs> yeah absolutely because it's so clear in your head because you've evolved you've transformed you've become this different person from knowing that right it's so clear in your head that you often forget where did that start what did that look like before I knew so much but you the people you're talking to that you want to help are not there yet they, they're back at they're back at your point a so what did point A look like and, and how did you go from point A to point B? What was that transformation you need to happen? Mm. And that's all happening inside that little box of yours and this little present that you want to give the world. But we often talk at point B when we need to be talking at point A. You know, what are the symptoms around someone understanding what they need to have in order to get the help from you that they, they, they want to have, um, that they can get to actually transform and change themselves? The whole package, hey, it's the whole package and it's, for me, it's got to be beautifully wrapped to make you even more curious to feel very valued and special when you receive it. Exactly. I mean, I, I can go in, we could go into the emotions that then um, um, that you would feel whilst you're doing that. And I think that's what's coming out between both of you. It's it's an emotional um, gift that you also give because you can actually help people see 
the the end result you know how how are you going to be feeling how are we going to be feeling when this is all together packed up all inside surrounded beautifully wrapped up oh my gosh girls so so if if anyone was interested what's what's your website is it is it uh grow your brand with impact Yep, dot com. Exactly. Yep. Grow your brand with impact. And um, the package that we were just talking about is called Ignite Your Offer. It's really about finding what ignites you as a person, what ignites you with what you do with your clients. Um, And by ignite, we're talking about his self-confidence around what you're doing, having that conversation about what you're able to give in value to someone and that clarity around what that value looks like. Oh, I have had a great... um, hour talking to you both um is there something that we should say in this conversation that we haven't said before we haven't oh God, said I think to date is there anything there's a million <laughs> there's a million things Terry. we could talk to you for hours that's for sure but um i think if i was going to say something it would be you know know that you you have so many more choices and i know it's hard when we are in in difficult times and and i know now is not a very easy time and you were mentioning a lot of women who are struggling and just don't see that there is options around them and just can't feel that there is and or there's value in themselves or self-confidence in themselves but know that there is there is alternatives you know we we just often are so blinded in our own scenarios that we can't see it I know Ange often says to me it's like when you're in you're that frog in the boiling pot you're in that pot and it's happened naturally and you just haven't seen it happen but someone from outside often can give you that ability to go hey let's look at what else there is and where can you jump out to so this doesn't happen unfortunately completely on your own you need that community around you you need that people around you to help you see it Mm. but there is always 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 another option um it's just that we often can't see it ourselves that's what one thing i'd add to that thank you that's beautiful and anything we should add I'm talking on mute. I think I think Christina summarized it beautifully. Beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) Well, girls, I've had a beautiful conversation. Um, I think we get you on again. That's what I think. That's what that's if if you'd like to. So we'll we'll have we'll have a follow up. But listeners, happy to anytime. (laughs) Thank you, listeners. If you've really enjoyed this episode, talking with Angela and Christina. Uh, we would love a little bit of love. And so don't forget to subscribe to Thriving Matters podcast so that you get all the new episodes coming up. But more importantly, if you really did enjoy this, for heaven's sakes, tell others, share it with your friends, family, colleagues, anyone you know who is thinking this, this corporate life is no longer for me. This is not going to happen. Major changes in your life can take you down rabbit holes, but they can also open up the possibilities that there's there's no other way. So be curious, be like Alice and keep going and keep being um, interested and finding out new ways of doing things. So just remember, the reason we have these conversations is because you are precious and your thriving matters. So I'll put all the information about the girls and their business in the show in our in our show notes so you'll always have contacts there once again pop onto your favorite platforms uh, uh, podcast platforms give us that little bit of love and until next time um, take care of yourself because you really matter thanks Christina thanks Angela 
beautiful mm -hmm. hugs all the way over the over the oceans to you this, today. Um, look after yourselves, and I'm sure we'll hear all about Bubs when when he or she arrives. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Nothing like a baby to put a smile or a toddler to put a smile on your face. So, girls, one of the things I I, I love to do now is just watch watch the little people. Um, and I probably needed to do a little bit more of that when I was a busy mum myself. Bye, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. <laughs>